Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Sisters podcast. If you're new here, we're Jenny and Christina, two actual real-life sisters who both happen to start their own small businesses. If you're here, you're probably a woman small business owner who is running a lot of the show by herself. Over the last eight years, we've each been in business. We've had to discover a lot of business owning on the fly. We know that running a business, a household, and maintaining mental health can be challenging because we've shed a lot of tears over it. Thankfully, we've always had each other to ask all the questions, bounce off all the ideas, and just have someone on the other end who gets it. And that's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast, to help other small business owners who are doing it all feel less alone. We talk about business strategy, our mental health journey, and all that falls in between. We're glad you're here to join our sisterhood. Okay, Jenny, I was on Instagram and I saw this reel that was like, you've probably seen it too. It was like, we're now in August, which means we're almost in September. We're almost in October, November, and December. (laughs) So we might as well like celebrate Thanksgiving and hang up the Christmas lights. Have you seen that one? I have not seen that. I am down for that. I have not seen that one, but I did Mm -hmm. see one that was similar that was like this August, the last month before before all the burr months, like September, October, November, December. Mm -hmm. And those are the burr months are my favorite, I would say. Yeah. But it's so true. I feel like once school starts and we kind of get over that first like hump of August, it really barrel rolls I do, downhill I from do there. I do feel like it's going really fast because it's already almost August 15th. And doesn't it feel like I know. August just started? I feel like July took forever, but August feels uh-huh. like it's fast. Yeah, August is going fast, which brings me to what we're going to talk about today. We had someone on Instagram ask if we could talk about quarter four. And for those of us that have giftable shops, gift item shops, this is going to be our barrel roll season, which is exciting (laughs) because obviously it's the busiest for us. But with that comes actual like structured um, systems Mm -hmm. that need to be up in place or you may feel like you're drowning at some time. So we want to talk a little bit about what to expect in quarter four, Um, maybe some ways to prep and be ready, and then some practical things to do during that time, which we do have an episode from last year all about holiday prep. So you can go listen to that too for a refresher of that. But we'll talk today about systems to have in place and tips and tricks yeah, to keep the ball Things that have helped us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jen, tell us a little bit about your quarter four, like numbers wise. How does it usually look for you? Definitely most of my revenue for the year comes from quarter four. I mean, candles are great. I know we've mentioned this before. If you have a consumable product, that is super helpful because people use it up and then usually come back for more. But candles make such a great um, giftable item, but also like Everybody thinks of candles in the fall and winter months because you're like indoors more, you're, it's cozy. Um, so I just know kind of to expect that. And something that I didn't do this year <laughs> that I need to start implementing is really because of my numbers, like structuring um, kind of more of like a financial plan, like I've talked about on my spreadsheets, like really focusing on that column of like, what do I want to keep in my 
business. So it's there for like a buffer for these slower months in the summer, you know, that like early springtime where we might need it. I think I want to, I want to try really hard to um, really set aside that money. So then in the slower months, I'm not scrambling to try to make ends meet, if that makes sense. So that's something my numbers have taught me to like really set aside that money as the revenue picks up to be able to use um, for when it's slow. So I'm going to do Are you that. talking about like a percentage of each month? Um, not really a percentage. For me, because I do as an S-corp and do payroll, that money, like that, my expenses are the same every month for the most part because um, I'm paying myself the same through payroll, the taxes are the same that I'm paying each month. Um, so I just want to be more intentional at watching that leftover amount and setting it aside. Because mine have, while I don't go crazy, but that's when I usually like, ooh, I'm going to upgrade my um, equipment or I'm going to you know, stack up on supplies, which is fine. But what I've found for 2023 in those slower months is I wish I had more of like, a set aside for my set expenses so that I wasn't panicking as much when revenue wasn't as high. Um, mm-hmm. So I just want to be more intentional about like actually keeping that in there and maybe not upgrading a ton right now, just because it was still a weird year, like with the recession, not recession, whatever it was. Like, I just want to be better prepared for not like scarcity mentality, but better prepared that like, if it's another year that's tighter, that I have that money there. Maybe it's not the year to like invest in a lot of new stuff. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah, same. I think my quarter four usually is at least double what the other months are or what the other quarters are. And instead of using that to invest. So usually I'll invest back into my business every month. And instead of investing a lot back in for like a January line, like January, February, March line, maybe because those months aren't as great for me, maybe I don't invest in those months and just know that, you know, springtime picks back up for me and be able to kind of map out what I do with that versus usually over right after Christmas time, I'm like, okay, time to like gear up for January and get everything going. But if January is a slow month for gift items, because everybody's kind of worn out from Christmas, um, everyone's focused on other things than gifts at that point, maybe that's something I don't put back into my business right then. Mm -hmm. And instead, maybe January is my month where I kind of take off and don't depend on that money from Beautiful Chaos and is more like my well, almost like a season how for the podcast, right? We can take time off in certain seasons. Like maybe I start doing that for Beautiful Chaos. And I think that that might help with my burnout too. Yeah, agreed. And that's, yeah, that really resonates with me. And something like to go back to just, it's like a weird year and we're kind of restructuring and figuring out how to really use our resources for our business. And this might be counterintuitive, but something I've just started um, 
again, it's coming out of like having a slower summer, but gearing up for like a busy fall winter. Whereas in the past, I would stock up like crazy, like huge freight shipments of um, supplies. But now to kind of keep the finances more liquid a little bit is I have been doing smaller shipments. And this is important to look into. Well, okay, so for my materials, they're so heavy, like, I easily spend around like $500 just in shipping costs um, when I do freight shipments. So I try to break that down of like what just one jar costs to ship. Like what is the dividing the shipping amount between all of the candles I could make in that shipment. And so I have my goal of what I want that to be per candle. And so now when I go to order supplies, I check different quantities. So I'll be like, okay, what if I just did like, 10 boxes of these jars for right now. Is it still going to be a similar price per jar? And if it is, I'm actually doing smaller stock, like stacking up in smaller quantities more frequently and trying to make that work. Because then again, I'm not using a huge chunk of the the revenue sales to then reinvest in supplies. I'm trying to do that in smaller chunks. So there's a little bit more money liquid to go into like, my um my payroll and that kind of thing does that make sense like I'm changing a little bit how I do stock and that might be helpful for some businesses where I think we've all been at different points where there was points where I had a, a lot of money there that I could just do giant stocks and know it was gonna sell and even though now I know it's gonna sell I'm trying to like try different strategies of well what if I just do little bits so then in those slower months there's some more money there so that's been helping me um, Mm -hmm. just to look at as shipping changes as inflation you know rises that's why it's important to really know even though it's very tedious to figure this out like the actual costs per product like one product that you make what's the actual cost of each element because that's where you can really play around with how much you're restocking and investing in. And so that's what I'm going to try to go into quarter four, even though I know I'm going to need a ton of stuff, just trying to like break up um, those big stacks and do a little bit more at a time. If I can keep that, it's kind of a fun game for me to like figure out the shipping costs and like, Ooh, if I order six, uh, cartons of wax and the shipping is this it's actually the same as if I would order 12 all at once so I'm trying that for this season good so we talked a little bit about money systems getting ready for a quarter four now let's talk about creating systems so if you're a maker what are some systems to put in place now to help streamline when you do start getting more orders than your norm than you're used to I still say batching is always super helpful for me. If you're making a product like me where um, each step is not super individual. So like I'm, I can do a bunch of candles at each step. So I'm trying to be more intentional as I know it's going to get busier to really take one day to do all the pouring and not let myself jump around. I find myself get into my workshop and I'm like, 
oh, I'll start this batch of, I'll melt this batch of wax. Ooh, but I got to do this label over here. And ooh, I'm going to rearrange something in the shot. And I, even though like all those things need to be done, I do feel like it's less um, productive because you're not, you're not, you can just stay in one spot and do a whole bunch of things at once. So I really am trying to hold myself to, okay, no, today is a, melter day so the melter is going to be on I'm just going to keep pouring 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 and then the next day like okay today's label day so then I'm just by my printer and I'm label 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 that helps me to like really knock out a big chunk of stuff all at once and it does help me I feel like in my because my my anxiety even shows up in like making because I'm like oh my gosh I gotta do all this stuff but it helps me to be like no today brain today is melting day and I feel like if I can keep that implemented throughout the busy season that's just gonna help be more productive and like one day is shipping day get all the shipping done um so Mm -hmm. maybe maybe for me I'm such a visual person sitting out with my planner like a month at a glance or a week at a glance and writing down like blacking out uh pour day label day and like really sticking to that then I can visually see like Oh yeah, and then in ten days, all those steps will be done, and you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. that helps me to visually lay it all out and keep it batched. Yeah, because for you too, anybody who has a brick and mortar as well, Jen now she has an increase of orders online, but also in the store. So you have to keep your stock up in store as well as be managing um, your online sales. So that batching will really help kind of amplify mm-hmm. your system. And, and then we've talked to you about Jen's bulletin board <laughs> system. Oh, yes. uh, we talked about it last year. If you don't have a bulletin board, get a bulletin board and then print out the orders as you get them. And then you would pin them on your bulletin board by due date. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I take and my orders. You just and take I- off that. I was just going to say you take off like that first stack that's due first. Yep. Get those together and packaged and then keep going down the line. Yeah, I just I ha- I take my I print my orders. I have a sheet by my melter that I can then that's where I like a pick sheet where I write down I need all 10 apple maple bourbon large and I write it down by batches. But then I know it's already moved from the order to my batch sheet and then the orders go on the bulletin board in order and I just move them along um by due date on the due date is when Mm -hmm. I fulfill those orders I don't worry about the next orders and that helps me Mm -hmm. that I'm like only looking at August 12th orders or whatever Mm -hmm. to fulfill because I know they've already gone through the batches of pouring and labeling um Mm -hmm. I'm getting ready to go And think about for the fall time, not only does your store amplify orders and you just get more and more, but the closer you get to Christmas time or holiday time, your family life gets busier, especially if you have children and have concerts and all the end of the season sports and all of that. And so something you might look into at this time of year, since you are making more, is adding someone to help you or people to help you one or lots in whatever capacity. Maybe this is the time where you're like, I don't want to run my social media, but mm-hmm. I know that I need to post all of these things. Maybe you hired that out. Um, and this could be just like 
a teenager in your neighborhood that's really good at social media that you want to experiment with and, you know, pay, pay X amount to just, again, you can contract them for just the season. And that's a great way to see if it works for you Mm -hmm. is this isn't like a commitment that you're hiring them on for full-time forever. Just say, I really need help in holiday season. I would love to have you come on from September to November or whatever it is. And and it'll help you do that. It could be the packaging that Jenny and I are talking about. Maybe you have everything made and ready to go and you just need someone to come over for, you know, an hour to a, a week to package all your stuff up and take them to the post office for you. So little things like that, you might want to write down all of the things that you need to do and then see if that's something that this is a time of year where even the teens in your neighborhood want to make a little bit extra money. So I think it's a great time to utilize them for for jobs like that or anybody. Yeah. And I always, I understand what it's like. Maybe you're listening to that and you're like, oh, I, I can't give any of that away. And that, I get that as a, per, as a person that's like, I hate to say controlling, but I kind of am. And that comes from an anxiety place of like, I immediately go to worst case scenario. And if a customer receives a product that they're unhappy with, then I have to take that on. So that's where my like control, mm-hmm. I, the, I tell my teens sometimes like, I'm so sorry, I know this is neurotic, but this is why. And they're pretty mm-hmm. good about that. But what helps me is to like go through all the steps of my production or packaging. And like, what are the things that I know doesn't have to be my essence? Like it's okay. And then at the very end, I can just check it before it goes out to make sure everything. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's things like putting on the warning labels on the bottom of the jars, wicking the jars, cutting the wicks, putting on the lids. And even though maybe that sounds like silly, it's all that adds up in time. So even if I have them doing those things, and then I know Mm -hmm. I'm controlling the quality control of like, making the candle and checking it when it's Mm -hmm. ready to go out but Mm -hmm. all those in between steps um Mm -hmm. I can I just need extra hands so that's helpful to just look through your production um or social media things like that that you know like even if you could write the post and just give them to someone to post like that's a huge amount of time that Mm -hmm. um you could give over so there are ways to get people to help without you feeling like you're not in control of it, if that makes sense. I, I have a funny story to share. So I, yes, the little things add up in our mundane. Like when we do just add jeans, there's a sticker that we put on the box and it just like has our logo. And that at like when Carrie and I sit there and put together the boxes and put our stickers on it, that adds up. And we actually started having our kids help us with that. But funny story is the first time we put them together, Carrie is a very meticulous person and I am not. And we were putting the boxes together and putting our stickers on. And she like looked over and she was like, I think I'm just going to make the boxes. (laughs) (laughs) The sticker was like just a little bit like off. I was like, that's not even off. And she was like, "Mm, I think I'm just going to make the boxes. (laughs) I love that. I know. So now I'm very meticulous about where I put the sticker, <laughs> but it was, it was really funny. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That can make me panicked, but that's what I always think of. Like, it's okay. They can, I will check it at the very <laughs> end. 
Um, so yeah, I would just like, when you think about if you're already, let's just talk about your business right now. If you're already at a capacity that you are maybe just not seeing your family as much as you want to, all I can say is if you have a giftable item, that's probably not going to get better in the September to October, September to December months. Um, so if you have a problem with that or that bothers you, I would definitely look into adding someone just even think about it. If it took, gave you an hour a day back Mm -hmm. or two hours a week back, that's two hours a week that you'll now be with your families. Is that worth the like 40 bucks to you or whatever you pay them for that amount? So think about that. If you don't want to, there is, there is a part of me that even when my kids were young that I looked forward to of this season, like we've talked about before of where I would come home and do dinner with everybody, but then I'd like Mm -hmm. put on my sweats and go back into the workshop late at night, Mm -hmm. a couple nights a week that, and I really looked forward to that time. I would put on Christmas movies in my workshop um, Mm -hmm. and just like work. And there, there is Mm -hmm. something special about that, that I really enjoyed. And I knew I just kept the mindset of Mm -hmm. like, okay, I just got to get to the end of Christmas. So like, maybe just look at this as like a fun cozy time because come January, then you won't have to do that. But like Christina said, if they're, if for your season of life, that just doesn't work, then getting someone to help a couple Mm -hmm. hours a week is huge. Mm -hmm. And right, probably at the end of August, I'd sit down with your partner, um, maybe even your kids, if they're old enough to understand your friends. And I would give yourself the expectations of what the next four months are going to be like, you might feel like a really sucky friend because you're just like Jenny said, you're going to give everything to your family and then go back to your business. And so that might be a time that you don't see your friends as much. Um, With your partner, you might want to express, hey, I know November and December are going to be really busy for me. So can we maybe plan on helping sharing the load of dinners or you know, whatever you need to express to where you at the end of it don't feel like you're failing everybody around you. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes down to it, you're not like that needs to be fixed anyway. <laughs> you're not responsible for all of those things. But I do think setting expectations is huge just so that everyone's aware of what what it might look like. Mm-hmm. This year is going to look different for me having a full-time job and also having my business in a quarter four. And so we're going to have to go into it really communicative and having expectations of what that's going to be like. My friends are going to have to be okay that I can't do all of these random happy hours or whatever, <laughs> you know? And at the end, that just means I'm going to have to be okay that I might seem like a not as present friend or whatever that is. So I would just think about what the next quarter is going to look like and how you can set expectations for all of that. Yeah. Um, and then I, the last system I would put into place starting quarter four is a social media strategy. And if you listened to our social media episode, you'll totally understand where this is. But just like Jenny was saying of mapping out on a calendar, like I would just print out a calendar, do a month at a glance and on each day, write What batching you're going to do and then write what you need to do to execute social media. So that day might be take pictures of new products. The next day might be plan out sales. Um, If you can map out that you know your fall drop is going to be August 25th, you know your Halloween drop is going to be this date, 
your holiday drop is going to be this date. If you know all of those, then it will be easy to plan backwards of what supplies you need to make your products, what uh, flat lays maybe you want to get pictures of your products, some real life scenarios. Like I always think I want these pictures of the shirts in front of pumpkins. Well, it's August. So I'm going to have to set that up myself to have those ready to go by the time pumpkins are actually out and about and real. So I would sit down and map out all of those things so that you aren't at the last minute being like, oh, I want to add this. It also will help you save some money because Jenny, I don't know if the same, it's the same for you because I know you have all your scents all the time. But for me, if I say, okay, my my Halloween launch is going to be this day. I know that I already have all the fabric that I'm wanting before that. I have all the shirts that I'm wanting before that so that I can create samples. So if I go to Joanne after after the set date of taking all those photos and see more fabric that I like, I don't need to buy that fabric. I'm not <laughs> going to add to what I've already created. So in the end, it kind of saves me some money. Yeah. Or if you have like everything kind of dreamed up, like a mood board almost for that season. Um, Because that's what I want to do better this year is this is what I have. And yeah, and that creates a little bit of a demand for it too. mm -hmm. Well, and almost finding a niche, right? Like this is what I have. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, six options. You get to choose your option. Um, So if you can plan those out, that might help you just strategize more of that prep work you have to do to create photos and content for social media and your website, right? Like amongst that on the calendar, I would write the day that you're going to add all of those listings in order to be ready for that launch. Um, So yeah, basically get a big calendar and just write all this out at once. And if you can plan it out, I feel like it will seem less overwhelming. Um, as you get to those months. Yes. Even better would be to get a bulletin board size calendar <laughs> and you can color code it up. all. I love that idea. I'm so visual to see it all at the same time. Yeah, I think I'm just going to clear off my table here and just use sticky notes as the dates. Yeah, I like and that. And I can like, pick up and each that, date yeah, and, and then do when it. it's done, you just throw it out. <laughs> that's yeah. like a chain uh chain countdown in a way too because you could see the tasks leave mm-hmm. they're like yeah that. jenny i keep thinking of your candles because in tech obviously i think it's hot everywhere i don't think it's just texas right now so because i know my friend lives more north towards you mm-hmm. she's in missouri and she said it was like uh, feels like a hundred and something the other day yeah i think it is just hot it's just hot. But it's regardless, every year in Texas in August, everyone wants it to be fall <laughs> so bad. Like all we all watch Gilmore Girls. There's pumpkins, but it, meanwhile the pumpkins are like <laughs> plastic. Is the word welting <laughs> in the sun? Um Yeah, and, and I feel like wilting, wilting. Wilting. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it. Li- um, and so I see memes that are like, I'm just going to burn these candles and pretend like it's fall on the inside. I love that. I know. There's, is there anything better than a fall candle? I don't think so. 
I don't I think love so. fall. But I feel like Illinois is pretty split on in August. There are the people there that are like, happy fall. <laughs> it's August 1st. I think I'm in that camp a little bit. And then there are people mm-hmm. because they know what's coming here of where it gets so it's such a long, cold winter that they're like, no, it's still mm-hmm. summer. So it's fun to see everyone divide into sides <laughs> in August. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm definitely ready for yeah. fall. I'm here for it. Yes, I think fall brings me nostalgia just because I am from Illinois. So fall time has like really good feelings for me, but I haven't had a fall in 24 years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with the, I'm starting to realize some, something else triggers fall for me, not the leaves changing and the smells. It's more like school starting and football season and yeah. our grass is yellow because it's so dry <laughs> by that point. So like even that, seeing that, I'm like, it's fall time. Yellow, that's that's so a weird. leaf color. There you go. It's a leaf color, but it's really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Anyways, I think every uh, we started by saying this, but I think every time you start August and we talk about – Getting ready for holiday season in our shops, it's all of a sudden Christmas. I oh, know. <laughs> I love Christmas season. I don't love actual Christmas Day, fun fact, because then it's all done. But I love that this then it's over. right now. I love right now until, yes. until December 23rd. <laughs> yes. So if this is your, we did a, poll on our Instagram and some of you said this is your very first quarter four and then some of you said this is your second quarter four so I'd be interested in like if this is your second quarter four and I'll ask this over on Instagram this week what is something you took away from last year that you're going that maybe went wrong that you are like I'm going to change the way I did that this year or what's something that went really right that you're going to keep doing this year. So I'd be, we'll do another episode closer to the holiday season about prepping for the specifically December and what that looks like for your shop. And if you take time off, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But we'd love to know if this is just your first or second season, what you plan on doing to help kind of get you through it. I mean, it's really fun. I, mm-hmm. this is my is favorite fun. time of year to be a maker because you, I don't know, there's Jenny and I have both talked about it. You get to kind of lock yourself in your office for a bit and mm-hmm. make, and you're actually making money while you make, which is a bonus. Um, you get to watch shows and yeah, this is the time cozy. of year where I always rewatch Gilmore Girls. So yeah, it's, it brings good feelings and we hope you guys like it yeah. and embrace and it. Find and find those feelings. Like find what that is for you to make it an enjoyable season. Because it, it, there are moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to drown. But mm-hmm. just finding those um, good, cozy feelings that come with it and leaning into that. Yes. And I want to add one thing before we go that I prob- I've never done and I think I'm going to start this busy season off with it is – Check your refund and exchange policy now because one of the biggest things that happens in my 
experience is you have these themed items because we're going into the season of themed things. Mm -hmm. So if you're selling Halloween shirts or Halloween candles with labels or whatever, something that you can't just put back in your inventory and sell after the fact, unless you put it on sale, check your refund and exchange policy because several times I have people reach out saying they want to change sizes, but it's not going to be there in time for that holiday or whatever. And so if you have that all written out up front, it'll just make your life easier than last minute trying to get Mm -hmm. things in time into customers by the date of that holiday or experience. So yes, just a little thing I just thought of when you said, find something that makes you feel happy. I'm like, the most stressful thing is that during holiday season is things needing to be there by a certain time. So if the things you can put into place that will help prevent that um, time crunch, the better. Agreed. So, okay. Well, enjoy the start of the season. By the time you hear this, it'll be middle of August. So you should start kind of mapping out what September through December will look like and go from there. Go up. If you love the podcast, we would love if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together. For more content, go follow us on Instagram at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love following and supporting other small businesses. And if you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on the podcast, visit smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com.